Are you a sneakerhead? A baller? Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready because we got all the details right here. It's Kicks and Bricks, where we got game on the streets and on the court. Here's your host, Jamel Cutler. Today we have one of the bright young stars of Crater streaming May 12th on Disney Plus. My brother Thomas Boyce, how you doing, my guy? No, yeah, uh, I'm doing. I'm doing all right. How are you, man? You know, I can't complain. Um, checks are coming in. Bills are paid. Next <laughs> playoffs. Hallelujah. So I can't. So you know, only do I it. Complain. You know how um how everything goes so well, but then you waiting for that one thing to happen, to kind of balance it out, like that one bad thing to happen. I feel you. I feel you. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like things things will be going so smooth, and you feel like, man, like I'm due for an L. Like something, it's just it's just going too right. You know, <laughs> I uh, I get that feeling a lot. All right, man. You know, so how does so how do, so how does it feel to be you know, um, cat casted in a um highly anticipated Disney Plus movie? How does it feel to be casted in a in a highly anticipated Disney movie? Yeah. Oh man, it's a uh, it's a it's a great feeling for sure. I always wanted to be on Disney when I was a young boy. Like I would watch the different Disney shows, like Jesse. And I remember telling like my classmates that one day I was going to be on Jesse, which was, I mean, you know, at the school I was going to, kids kind of said that they want to be a doctor or a lawyer or like maybe like go to the NFL. Like the NFL would be like craziest thing someone said that they wanted to do. So be on Disney um, was unusual. Uh, so yeah, it was. It, I kind of I kind of made like my my ten year old self like dreams kind of come true. So I'm very proud of that for sure. Amen. So I know that if you know if my younger self could like go like opened up like a portal like in Doctor Strange mm -hmm. and like saw me, they'd be they'd be proud. For sure. You know, you know your your ten year old self is still in you, but like on that side of things, like if you if you went back in time and you know if you told like your twelve year old self that you was gonna be in a um, Disney movie, like would you believe yourself? Yes, my ten-year-old self, <laughs> my ten-year-old self would believe it. Um, just because I I was doing so much theater and acting, and I was blessed to have been raised in a household and an environment where I was kind of conditioned to like believe in myself. You know, it's big. You know, Biggie Biggie has that song where he's like, you know, to all the teachers, they said I wasn't gonna amount to. I don't know what teachers Biggie's had. My all my teachers were very supportive. That's Mm -hmm. that's that's foreign to me but uh yeah and my and my 10 year old self is is alive i eat you know gushers you know and and, and everything boy you know a few days ago i found um dunkaroos in the supermarket i'm like where did they dig these up from oh wow yeah that's before my time i don't know about a dunkaroo i've never oh partaken wow of yeah, I've never even seen that before. I think I saw a little Yachty post about a, a Dunkaroo. I've never, I don't know what that's about. My God, man, you you, you just made me feel like I'm my grandparents' age. Yeah, you might be. I, I'm I'm of the I'm of the like lunchable, you know, with the 
you know, the platypus generation. Like that was my that was my time right there where like it would be like the pretzel and the and the chicken and you like put it through. That was like that's my time right there. Or the Danimal. You know, you do you, you know about a Danimal? You ever had a Danimal? Yeah, like a that's milkshake. the milkshake, right? Yeah, it's like a little like smoothie yeah. milkshake thing. Yeah, yeah. That's been around for a minute. Oh yeah. I remember I had a lot of those growing up as well. All right, man. Um, so snacks snacks aside, you know, since they made the announcement that you was being casted in um in the movie, like how has your life changed? Um, man, how has my life changed? You know, not as much as you think. Like you would think that you would think that they 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 drop the news and then immediately like you know you're just a super celebrity and I'm and I'm going into you know I, I I'm I'm walking around you know Times Square with sunglasses on and you know I, I'm going to Nobu oh just just calling hey you know Thomas Boyce who you know you know push a little table in the back for him I you know I li I, I love acting I'm an actor but I, you know I live a very very humble and and normal life. Uh, but what I what I will say is that being you know that being announced, uh, it did give me some you know street cred with like my friends and you know it was kind of like proof to you know other people in my life like family and and uh, you know people of that nature that um, there is success in in this you know in this industry. I I like I can't do it. You know what I'm saying. So, so you're not cutting the line to the clubs yet, then? Not yet. <laughs> Soon. The next Disney movie. The next Disney movie. Okay? For sure. <laughs> All right, man. So without giving too much away, you know, can you explain, like, what Crater is about and, you know, what can we expect from it? Absolutely. Crater is this coming-of-age story uh, set on the moon, I, I believe, like, 200 years over 200 years in the future it's this coming of age story of, it's about friendship it's about bonding it's about you know enjoying your time you have with uh loved ones and uh appreciating the moment and i play marcus telefson and uh it is a wonderful film uh you know children can learn from it adults everybody can enjoy it it has a little piece of of everything in it i i, I love the film all right, can you tell me a little bit about your character and, and, you know, what can we expect from the character that you're portraying? I would love to. Marcus Tlefson. Wow, what a... What a beautiful creature to get to portray on the screen. Marcus is the oldest in the group. He is kind of the heart and soul. You know, he, he's not the brightest. He's not the smartest in the group, but he is who the group looks at for that comfort, that everything is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. um, and, and getting to play that was, was, such a, was such a wonderful opportunity. And when viewers, whenever they watch the film, they can expect to get a warmth from, from Marcus. Uh, and and with the relationship between Marcus and Borny, a lot of laughs. Borny is like the complete opposite of of, of Marcus in every way. Borny is played by uh, 
Orson, uh, who, who's a good friend of mine. Listen, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I just, I got it. I got to tell y'all the casting of this film, like I, it, it, it was, it was, it was casted perfectly. And what I mean by that is the way that you kind of see everybody get along on screen is kind of the way it, it, it happened off screen. Like Marcus and Borny, uh, were really great. We're really great friends. Uh, they were, they were like there, they were like the clip, you know, like you'll have your homie, but y'all, y'all are part of a friend group, but like, this is like your, this is like your man, like right here, like y'all are cool, but y'all also have like a whole, you know, group. That's what Marcus and Borny have. They're like, they're tight. They're like this, you know, twin, but in the group, they're, they're like a part of a whole group. And, and that's how it was with me and Orson uh, off screen as well. So Marcus and Borny were, you know, strolling around Louisiana, just vibing together, me and him, you know, going to see movies and, uh, you know, going to catch a dinner and, and doing this, that, and just having a lot of fun on and off. You know, um, I know you just mentioned something about, you know, the comic relief within the characters. And I know you like look up to comedians like Kevin Hart, Eddie Murphy, um, just to name a few. Did you take like stuff from their routine or and and apply it to your character? It's kind of like you're paying homage to them in a way. Like did right. You, yeah. you know, comedy is something that is so um very pivotal to who I am. I grew up, like I said, I wanted to be on Disney, but as I kind of got older, like my middle school years, I grew up wanting to be a comedian, a stand-up comedian, which in the school that I like I, I I went to the same school I was in the same school from kindergarten to eighth grade and in middle school nobody nobody was saying that they wanted to be comedians in this very religious uh institution and that's what I grew up kind of wanting to do so I I watched a lot of Richard Pryor a lot of Eddie Murphy a lot of like all red fox i mean i it goes back you know it's it's deep and it's instilled within who i am marcus though he's not man i wish i could like show y'all the original script like i remember like when i first read the script i kid you not and keep in mind marcus is in you know i'm i'm in nearly every scene in the film but i i kid you not i had 12 lines i remember counting one two three four five. like i had I had I had twelve lines in the in the original script. Um, luckily, luckily, uh, the the uh, our our buddies over at Disney, you know, pushed for me to get some more. Went from twelve to thirteen. Thirteen lines. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, you know, he's not he's not really the comic relief. But his comedic moments are when he is with Barney. He's more of the straight man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's um kind of like um. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, kind of. Right, right. You know, I saw that Kid Cudi is in the movie too. You know, what was it like working with him? And like, he doesn't get a lot of credit for being like one of the better rappers turned actors to me. Scott is a amazing performer. I wish I could have spent more time with him. I'll tell you a story. I remember 
the day that he got on set. This must have been, this had to be towards the middle end of production. Mm -hmm. Everybody there knew. You could, it was, in, it was twinkling in people's eyes. Everybody knew that Kid Cudi had landed. Everybody. I mean, the, the cast was talking about it. Isaiah, Billy, McKenna, or like everybody was talking about it. Like I remember seeing him roll in. And listen, we all had trailers. Uh, like we would, like it would be my trailer, McKenna's trailer, uh, Billy's trailer, Orson, Isaiah's. We all had trailers all right next to each other. Kid Cudi's trailer was so huge. <laughs> they had to, so huge, they had to park it. So all of ours are like this. They had to park it this way, and it was still longer than all of ours. His trailer was, he had a mansion trailer. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> like, his, it was ginormous. And I should have, I, I, I wanted so badly to go in there. But I, you know, no, people really don't like people in a trailer just like that. That would have been a bit of, you know, an intrusion. I just met the guy. But, man, I just know that if I walked in there, there was going to be chandeliers, you know, a ball pit, jacuzzi, probably a slide. Like they, I mean, his, it was magnificent. Just to be in the the presence of that was wow. You know, I have a pretty funny. Well, it's not really funny, but I have a an arresting kid, Cuddy story. Um, I got assigned to interview him once. Mm -hmm. and this was like in person, right? And um, this was like right before one of his concerts. So I go to his dressing room. Talk to him for a good 45 minutes or whatever. Every like everybody in there was smoking. By the time I come out, I'm just as high as the rest of them. Wow. That's and, and that's what we were doing too. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh <laughs> none of that was happening uh on on set, but yeah, he's he's magnificent uh to work with. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, oh. And, you know, the funny part about it is his first two albums was called, like, Man on the Moon. Like, do you have, a, like, a favorite um, Cuddy album? You know, I, I can't say I have a favorite Cuddy album. Wait, do kids see ghosts? Does, yeah, that does, that, does that count? Yeah, that count in my book. I would say, I would say kids see ghosts uh, would probably be my favorite, my favorite Cuddy album. I know... Kid Cudi and 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 Ye aren't 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 best pals anymore. I I hope to see them reconnect. I'm I'm praying, please. But uh, no, that's that's probably my favorite uh, Kid Cudi album. You know, um, while I was watching the trailer for Crater, you know, I was really trying to break my neck to see what type of sneaks you guys were rocking. Um, but it would have been dope if you guys was if somebody would have rocked the Tom Sat. Moon boots, I think that would have been dope. That would have been that definitely would have been tough. You know, I have to, I have to tell you. I mean, the people on the moon are are poor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were all poor. I, I don't know what I was rocking, but I, they were like distressed, almost converse, but like knockoff converse. Like these people, <laughs> these people on the moon are not are not living good tell you so i don't know if they would have had that um actually it was the people that were not on the moon that were that were that probably had whatever moon boot you know the moon boots you're talking about you know um which cast member has the best sneaker rotation 
Ooh, uh, man. Uh, I definitely do. I'm not going to lie. I do. But besides me, besides me, I give it to Isaiah. I give it to Isaiah Russell Bailey. He, you know, he he put it on. But, man, I was every, every day. Just a, it was a fit every day. I got to, I got to tell you, man. And, and, and in fact, ooh, I don't have him. I don't have him by my side right now. But if I did, I'd show you. I have the, uh, the Yeezy NSL TV boot just collecting dust, just just chilling. I'm just sitting on it, you know, just waiting to pop out any day with uh with that one. I might have to hit a red carpet, you know, with the with the with the with the NSLTD khaki. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a bit crazy. It's a bit outlandish if you're familiar with the shoe. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like that's like me rocking the Nike Air Mags thing. Right. That's like- wild. And, and for a long time, that's like been like my number one shoe. Like I had to have it. Like I like sneakers. I'm a I'm like a sneaker guy. My freshman year of high school, when I was attending HSPVA, the number one shoe I just had to have Chicago OG. I got the Chicago OG, uh, the Jordan one. Eighty five. Ninety four. I don't. I'm not that into. I'm not that into sneakers. I don't. I don't know the difference. But um, I probably the ninety four. It was probably in 94. And then I wanted the Air Mag. But I, obviously there's like five made, you know, people aren't just, you know, people aren't just, you know, chilling with Air Mags just in their, in their closet. And then, and then I was like, I, I wanted, whenever I saw the NSL TD boot, I, it was actually the picture of Justin Bieber wearing it. He had like, like a sweater, like a white, or like a cream sweater on, like brown pants. And he had the, the NSL TD boot. I thought it was so clean. I was like, I had to have it and um I got to me a pair man facts man so um what's in your sneaker rotation right now like what are you rocking daily listen this is what we're rocking all, all 2023 this is the Birkenstock clog man <laughs> yo listen my guy go go to Birkenstock.com get you a pair of these Birkenstock cogs I, I'm, I'm telling you, it'll it'll change your life, man. I just I roll up comfy every day. They mold to your feet. Listen, oh, wow. this is pair of these. like these are this is this is what I'm rocking on the day to day. You know, I might not stunt in them. I might not stunt in them, but believe me, I I I uh, I love me a Birkenstock club, man. You know. It looked like they feel like the Stan Smith Adidas or Yeezys, because like on Yeezys, it's kind of like you're walking on pillows to me. Right. You know, and I got, you know, just by my side, man, I, I, I'm telling y'all, man, I, I, I'm, I'm about, I'm about that, that shoe life for sure. Mm-hmm. Disney, if you want to send me any, any sneakers, man, just feel free. <laughs> if I, yeah. Anytime I'll, I'll, I'll happily accept Man, um, I'm sure you got that Disney money. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can stunt on them. You know, you know what I want? I want those those mischief red Astro boots. Oh, Have you seen man, them? man they're like clown shoes to me. Those are tough. Now, obviously, obviously, it's not like you know you're not pulling up to Kroger's in the <laughs> exactly in the, like where are you going? It, you're making a statement. It's one of those joints you just have to just say that you you have it. Maybe you 
Maybe, maybe when I'm, you know, popping out the club, you know, I might throw on the Astro boot. I don't know. Is that, you think that would be cool? Like you think, you think girls like the Astro, the Astro boot? Man, you walk into the club in New York City with that, you might not walk back out with them on, so. Whoa. <laughs> now nah, I'm keeping mine, man. I'm keeping mine. Do you have a favorite sneaker release of the, of this past year of 2023, you know, when the Tiffany's X Air Force One collab dropped, you know, I was kind of, you know, rolling. That was crazy. But then it kind of grew for me. That was wild. That would, that, would, that would probably be one of my favorites. I remember seeing that on Instagram. Those are, uh, those are definitely something I did not expect to see. You said that that was your favorite, your favorite release? Yeah, yeah. so far for the year. You know, at first, you know, I wasn't really feeling it because, look, you spending that much money on the Air Force One because really Air Force One, they crease after about three wins, right? So that's why I was kind of hesitant. But, you know, I eventually copped it and um, still haven't worn them yet, <laughs> but got. I'm trying to think. I, I, have, I have no idea what my – favorite release this year i don't think i i don't think i've bought in the shoe this year wow really i don't think i, bought, no, I, don't think I have not yet what are we it's mark okay April. i i uh, yeah i i don't think i don't think i have but you know what i do love though that not a lot of people not enough people talk about i love I, and i love to see a new balance 550 do you have do you have, do you have yourself a spare yeah new balance man that's one of my favorite brands to buy man i ain't gonna lie love those love those whenever i see somebody with a 550 on it's like an immediate that's my guy immediately i i those are that's probably my favorite shoe that i know that more came out like last year uh with some new colorways and everything that's probably my my favorite shoe you know sure. uh, you know it would be dope if like off-white like they probably won't do it now because they work with nike if they off-white it um up here in new balances I think that shit would be dope. That'd be crazy. I think they, I want to say they have. I think they have, uh, they have an off-white New Balance shoe, I believe. I don't think so. I think they're working exclusively with Nike right now. That, you know what? That, that might be the case. Let me not, let me not embarrass myself. <laughs> you know, you know and I think, and I think like Air Maxes will look dope with an off-white tag too. So. For sure. For sure. Anything, anything off-white touches, it's crazy immediately. You know, um, I think we're kind of running it low on time, but before we go, we got to talk some hoops. You know, which NBA teams or players do you like? Uh, hmm. I, oh, you know who I love? Dude, what? I love Giannis. Now, I'm not even a big, listen, I'm not even a big, basketball watcher I don't I don't watch a lot of sports I watch like man honestly man it's just all just movies 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 but I love uh Giannis is just so entertaining to me all entertainers can appreciate another entertainer Giannis is uh super entertaining what do they call they call him the Greek freak yeah did you see yeah, that I, movie, I, I, um with Adam Sandler it's on Netflix I forgot the name of it it's the basketball movie it came oh, out. Oh, I thought. No, I haven't seen that. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. 
Um, yeah, there's this player, Anthony Edwards. You know, I think he was the most entertaining, you know, NBA player out there just just for his antics. I I gotta I gotta check it out. I have to check it out for sure. Um, but man, Giannis, like he I, Giannis tweeted a picture of a corn dog. I think he said it was his first time trying a corn dog, and he said, "God bless America." <laughs> now I don't I don't know. Giannis clearly hasn't had enough American cuisine to be tweeting a, a, a corn dog, but man, Giannis is he's he's something else. And his Instagram lives have me rolling. Somebody got to get that man some Popeyes. For sure. For sure. <laughs> some in and out Whataburger, you know, anything. A four-piece spicy. For sure. For sure. You know, um, I want to thank you for coming on. You know, I really enjoyed this convo. Do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on? Yeah, man. Just all just dopeness. I, uh, I, I actually, I'm about to start branching into music, releasing some some uh some music and uh I create um short films and, and other projects like that that you know everybody's gonna see soon and uh comedy as well going back and um getting back in a lot because I used to do I used to do stand up all the time in, in 2020. Um and with the pandemic and everything it kind of stopped and, and all that. So I'm just excited to get back in that world for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, thank again. you so much for your time, man. It's been it's been great talking to you. Yeah, thanks. No problem, man. Thanks again for coming on.